1: Shut
3: up and sit down. Shut up and sit down. On um, hello, hello to the brand new, shiny, sparkling <laughs> new RTL football podcast i am fmfo and you're going to join me and jono it's just me and jono at the moment at the fm ducks he is
0: letting us all down tremendously With, by just not being up. organized he, yeah he he's got, he got his his some
1: tech
0: He got some technical advice from uh straight edge apparently uh yeah, he's so he's good. going to be a few minutes late uh yeah rebrand boys uh so it's out uh, credo's done a, a madness at this rebrand. it looks absolutely sick let us know what you think in the comments um <laughs> yes so uh yeah we've had a bit of a rebrand uh credo um jumped on it and he's done a massive great job massive thanks mate and uh yeah a few changes um over the time we are now affiliated as well we got affiliated on twitch uh this week so uh emotes are on their way you'll get a shiny new logo emote soon and with a few others as well and uh we will also, because of this, this is the last stream We will be live on YouTube and Facebook. All streams will be live on Twitch yeah. from next week. Uh, as, sad, it's part it? of, as it's part of the Twitch agreement to be an affiliate. So. Uh, Who are yes. we affiliated with? Uh, Twitch.
3: Uh, that's our official affiliation now. Officially, <laughs> Officially affiliated. That sounds lovely, doesn't it?
0: you'll get a a shiny emote soon guys so uh yes over to fmfo
3: yeah but please do remember to continue watching us live on twitch you can then watch the youtube we will be uploading the vods to youtube uh we might even edit them you know it might happen (laughs) so you can watch us live on twitch you can join in the conversation put stuff in the chat and uh, abuse us and disagree with us there you can still watch on youtube if you do watch on youtube drop us a like Make sure you subscribe and all of that jazz as and well.
0: As well as you can also still check us out on all audio platforms as well as we are joined by Mr. Ducks. Uh, yeah, you can check us out on all uh, audio platforms still and give us a five star rating on Spotify. And yeah, five uh, star yes. or
3: nothing. That's, that's, that's all we're interested in, really, is just five star. If it doesn't have and five we've... star, it's not good enough.
0: Yeah, so uh, you missed the start, Mr. Ducks. What do you think of our little rebrand?
4: <laughs> it's bloody beautiful. Apologies about that, gentlemen. It was a right flush, very flustered here trying to get this all sorted. But the rebrand, yeah, we're very excited, aren't we, gents? It's been, it's been a while, we've been prepping it, and it's here. It's here. It's very, very yeah. beautiful. Credit to Credo's. Credo is one hell of a guy. He's the man who been doing our work. Yeah. It's
3: beautiful. It's beautiful. He is. He's lovely. And if you do have any graphic requirements, thumbnails, backgrounds, uh, if you want to make yourself look prettier in a picture, uh, it, when, whenever he does, if he's done a thumbnail with me in it, he's actually trimmed me down to make me look less fat. So that's really nice. Well, I, I do appreciate the uh, uh, doing that for me because I'm getting a bit jubbly bubbly, and that is that's that's not ideal. That's that's not be ideal. Be, that, with that cur-
0: be with that curry you were on yesterday.
3: That was good. Did you check that out? That was a beast. I did. I don't know if you noticed, but Just Eat actually tweeted me. Um, my, my wife said, if you're at the point where Just Eat and Five Guys are <laughs> tweeting you with the frequency that they do, <laughs> yeah. perhaps you're overindulging a little bit. You fat.
0: Thank, so Thank you five, for 20% five, of our
4: income.
0: Five, <laughs> five Guys or uh, Just Eat. If you are watching this, we are looking for a sponsor. Uh, well, so uh, that true. would be really, it'd be really appreciated.
3: We can have your logo here. I could just put it on my little screen. We could have like five guys, me eating a burger. Or you can give us free food and we can eat it live on stream. We can do like, instead of a watch along, an eat along. Uh, We
0: could probably probably even upgrade your graphics because our graphics designer is probably better than yours. So uh. (laughs) To be fair.
3: But but Mr. FN Ducks, you are here. We're actually at your point in in the show but i think i think there is a video someone needs to uh, perform for us
0: yes so it's that time of the week
5: body my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like it's better than yours damn right it's better than yours cause george loves to shake his milk not gonna lie shit's gone a bit sideways i'm in the middle of the sea Went out with a couple of Premier League defenders at the Road to Legends new branding launch party, and we had one too many Bacardi breezers. But slap my thighs and call me treacle, you have missed two giant defenders from your lists. Only Legends bred a hangarland and Ken Munkau, although actually they can suck my plums as they ditched me out here. We started on a night out in Western Supermare, and I woke up in this boat somewhere off the coast of Morocco. Jono, does your pizza place deliver this far out? FMFO, can you pick me up in your speedboat? You know the one you stole off the set of your latest movie. In the sequel to Moby Dick, comes the new box office hit, Moby Dick 2, Whales and Dicks Everywhere. But it's our absent straight edge this week who is following in FMFO's footsteps on the old television machine. On a little show called Naked Attraction, where potential dates pick a partner based on their breasticles or testicles. Basically, they get their knobs and lady gardens out. My friend Sue spotted Straight Edge immediately in the lineup. Said she could spot his meat and two veg anywhere, even in the greengrocers. So mostly this week I have been round at John O's playing that game you like so much, Football Managing Simulator or something. Jono got absolutely spanked, apparently plays the game so much, but lost 12 to 1 to my new super formation. Couldn't cope with my attacking 6-5-3 tactic, he said I cheated, I said prove it b-hatch. So what have you all been up to this week and Jono don't forget you still have my pants. Oh ball, sorry we will talk about that offer. much love all. B-hatch? <laughs> <laughs>
3: B hatch,
5: <laughs> B hatch. So,
0: uh, he's 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 had an interesting week as normal. So, what have you mostly been up to this week, F M F I?
3: This week, I've been mostly buying shoes. I, I don't know if, uh, well, you don't have kids yet, John. Uh, well, I don't know if uh, Mr. Ducks, if you have the uh, the joy of buying shoes, many for shoes, kids.
4: many shoes. And what I don't
3: understand is, they're so little; they're like they're only that big, but they cost almost the same that I spend on my shoes, which are like double the size.
4: Yeah, I double don't the size and you'll get double the use out of them because in three weeks' time, they're on the next pair of shoes.
3: Yeah, <laughs> do you know what? I, I legitimately, I have a pair of shoes, that a pair of Pumas that I bought, they were like, I can't remember. They might have been on offer, which is why I purchased them, but they were like 25 quid, 28 quid, something like that. Most comfortable shoes I've ever worn in my life. Pumas, mm. highly recommend them. I took my boy in, who's six, and I thought... Oh, look, they've got exactly the same shoe, but like in smaller kitty size. So I thought, ah, well, we can have like matching father and son shoes. They cost the same that mine did, the same price. <laughs> Shocking. In- so I'm devastated. But yeah, I know. Uh, and then I had to buy my daughter, just had to have some shoes. And then I've <laughs> been away for a few days and come back, and my son needed new school shoes. So I was back out to die, buying more shoes. So this week, I've been mostly buying shoes. Oh, shoes. Fair Not enough. for me, for the kids. How about you, Jono? Well,
0: I have just been working really, uh, um, doing a bit, a bit of my coursework as well. I've got to go to a, a, um, with my apprenticeship. I've got to go to a, um, a course in London every eight weeks, and on the twenty eighth. Uh, every every twenty eighth uh, uh, of um, of June, I've got to go to like a cookery school in London for the day. So, and do you uh, know why?
3: Do you know why he has to go to a cookery class in London? I've got to get back
1: to my block.
3: I got to get back to my block
1: with a pizza in my
2: hand. With pizza in my hand like Tarzan. man. I'm going
1: to be a pizza man.
2: I'm going to be a pizza man. Cuz he's going to be
0: a pizza man. Well, it, this is actually a more genuine cooking school, so I, only be, I won't only be pizza and Pizza Express can, menu. When you enter the,
4: the the cooking school, can you play that on your phone as you walk through the door?
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> like a WWE entrance.
3: Yeah, you should. Have, have you seen um, uh, uh, the Office with David Bent? We need to cut his big beatbox. That um, what's his
2: name? Dawn, please for me. <laughs> You're simply the best you're just walking
0: in like that.
4: Ask Sam, yeah. John. I...
0: What what have you most been up to this week,
4: Sam? Mostly this week, bank holiday weekend, wasn't it? So we went to Bridgewater for a couple of days. We went to nice. see the in-laws in a in a shared caravan with six of us. Which nice, was which was joyous we? for a couple of days. Um, nice. Yeah we had a nice campsite, went away, weather was good but it was one of these shared shared shower blocks where you go in and it's all dirty on the floor and it's cold and it's kind of, uh, yeah. It was nice for a couple of days, but I was quite happy after that to sort of get, get back to normality. But You know yeah, what you know
3: is a thing called the Toilet Awards, and you can <laughs> find campsites. I can you not, you can find campsites <laughs> with, like, toilets that have had awards. And I've seen in <laughs> one of the record beacons, it was awarded the gold, the platinum, the platinum star... Uh, toilets you go into the shower block and it's beautiful in like a classical music playing i kid you not it was amazing classical music playing on there, you know <laughs> doing my bodily functions listening to a bit of Brahms or Bach <laughs>
4: i've got to be honest this definitely wasn't the platinum we had some music <laughs> but there was some six year well, i say probably 10 year old lads that were next door that were singing that new George Ezra green green girl song but only that lyric over and over and over again for fifteen <laughs> minutes while I was stood underneath a cold shower. So it wasn't okay. quite. If that was the platinum, I'd say that was the the muddy brown.
3: <laughs> well, do you know what? I I did actually. I went to see um uh, um um Jerry Cinnamon, Jerry Cinnamon, in Swansea, and uh, and and for any first of all, fantastic. You wouldn't think so for a guy in his guitar. Brilliant, 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 brilliant. Thank you to my wife because my wife treated me to that, and she put us up in a hotel as well. Brilliant. But the one thing I will say is an open-air concert, I have never seen so many willies in all my life. (laughs) People just wee randomly. You'll be standing there, you'll turn around, and the guy's just having a wee. As you do. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But, you know, that's that's not why people tune in, is it, really? (laughs) No.
0: Uh, uh, Apparently we're a football podcast, so did we want to go on to our new section? Let's talk about the football. I, I think. I think...
3: I tell you what, I'll take us through the through the qualifiers of Scotland Ukraine, and then you guys can tell me about how awful England are. Um yes. first, of all, obviously it was it was Scotland-Ukraine, which was I think last week. Um, I don't think yes. we touched on that because I think it happened after or roundabout about when we were going live. I can't quite remember. Uh, I, I'm not sure if you saw before the game. Graham Soon was saying, you know, whatever happens, Ukraine should go through anyway. I think he was the prophet of doom. I think he knew uh-huh. Scotland we not going to be able to bring it and uh, and that ukraine we're going to just the ukraine we're just going to smoke them but what i do think i don't know if if anybody watched it i mean i got the impression that scotland were playing with sympathy for ukraine i mean which i, I totally understand i totally get because what the country is going through is horrendous and it shouldn't shouldn't have to deal with that ever but it's a competitive game of football um, and i almost think you do the team a disservice if you sort of play without uh, without going for a full throttle so I wasn't and because it's a qualifier, it's a big game, it's a big game. The opportunity to get into a World Cup <clears throat> doesn't come around well, it doesn't come around every year, seventy-four years. So it's, it's not every year. And you know, for some of these players, it'll be like their last opportunity, but they just didn't seem to play um with with that sort of uh, that sort of drive. And, and I think ultimately um Ukraine did have spirit and they did have that determination because obviously they what they, they want to be succeeding, and I think that outdone Scotland, but then The problem is, when they did play against a sympathetic Scotland, they came up against an unsympathetic Wales. (laughs) uh, I'm not sure if you saw the pictures, but Cardiff was buzzing. Bomb to the rafters with fans. Uh, And One thing I will say is Cardiff is my favourite city. and I'm I'm, I'm not just being players. I've been to a lot of cities all across Europe. It's so well set up for sporting events. Personally, people say, oh, it's not big enough to cope, but size of it means that you've got all those people together you know and uh the atmosphere it creates throughout the whole of the city is just fantastic and then in the stadium it's absolutely buzzing mm. and i'm so proud of the welsh team at the moment we play mm. so far beyond the sum of our parts uh and i mean ben davis uh, and wayne Hennessy, superb we talked about Courtois making nine saves in the champion's league final yeah. how good that was mm. Hennessy nine saves Nine important saves. And I I think somebody was uh, getting really upset on Twitter about how much smoke was being blown up Hennessy. He deserved it. Fantastic. Ben Davis played really well. And Gareth Bale, of course. If anyone was going to do anything, it's going to be Gareth Bale. I I thought I I was just... it, It was great. And I think we've... We're not the best squad by any stretch of the imagination. We're much more solid than we have been. If you go through it, there's a number of good players. Uh, and play for like Nico Williams, Dan James, Gareth Bale, Aaron Ramsey, obviously uh, Wayne Hennedy, Ethan Ampadu, um, we, we Ben Davis. We have got some good players. Now. I know I'm missing out loads, but that's just because I don't want to battle off the whole squad. But we've got a lot of good players. So I'm, And the spirit and the togetherness is really, really strong. And I think... It'll be interesting if anybody's interested i'm going to be doing a podcast with state of soccer and uh, we're going to be talking about wales now in that group i think i mean and this will move us on to your second i think england need to be a little bit concerned uh, of complacency mm. in that group because the usa are not playing too bad um yeah. i think it's Iran. van is it Iran the other team Iran, yeah yeah Iran van yeah. is the sort of team that england struggle against typically anyway and wales we're not as good as England, but our team spirit, I think, is exceptionally far, far and beyond. But I'm a very, very, very proud Welshman. i be being a very proud of my national team. Um, England, losing to um, Hungary, I didn't even yeah. know there was a country. I didn't know that was a country. <laughs> <laughs> but losing to Hungary, I thought that was just a state of mind, being hungry. And uh, and <laughs> just, just managed to draw Against Germany,
0: um, what's going on? What's what's going, on? What's going I, on? I don't I don't think any of even in the season, none of those players who had such a good Euros and was best, our best tournament in years. None of them in the league have stepped up this season. I can't see anyone who started say that final um, and the semi final. None of them have had up to that level all season. Uh, even, be- e- even even Harry Kane, the first four months, was shocking.
4: I don't believe that they, they. I think they had a different task as well. Like the the Nations League <coughs> is just, it's not. It's still friendlies. Let's be honest. It's still friendlies yeah. unless you get to that final. And even when England made the semi final, that it still didn't have the. So I yeah. just feel that they finished the season. It kind of came. They looked like they were kind of already not on holiday. It wasn't. You know, Wales were playing to die. You know, it was their game. Yeah. This was the World Cup. This was everything. This was this was the Greece match that England had years ago. It was everything. Someone was going to drag you there. Where this just so I didn't really catch the Hungary game, but it just played out like. A back end of season game that didn't mean anything, uh, and so yeah. the, the the Germany game they played quite well. They had some, some, some Missiana well, was very, very Kimmich talented was. young player. And Kimmich. We just, it, it wasn't until the I'm last...
0: gonna say it Kimmich <laughs> is the best midfielder in Europe, he's so good, and he, he's so him. versatile with his quality. So well. But I mean, he's we just so it wasn't he's until best. the back I, end I'll, I'll of say the game, he's the best midfielder in Europe at the moment. Oh. It wasn't
4: into the back end of the game I thought that um, when we started to play more front foot, England have got to play front foot, they're sitting back and I think I agree with you FMFO, the group is a worry because it's so emotional and the, the times when England haven't, you look back to the Euros, that Scotland game was all about emotion, they handled it better than we did. Um, mm. And didn't really create a lot in that game, and we know what Wales will be about. We saw it in was it Europe, the last European Championships where we met,
1: yeah.
4: and yeah. we got out of jail that day. You know, Daniel Sturridge and all that late on. That was, <laughs> that, was that was that was it. The rest of it, it's you were they all scored early, and we were in trouble. And you could see it again because Iran's got all kind of political things, as you say. America yeah. has got some very strong young players coming through, yeah. and they won't have any yeah. fear. Best they won't have any yeah. fear. And early and on, f- we could be susceptible if we're not careful.
1: Hmm.
3: I mean i've I've said it a lot i genuinely genuinely think gareth southgate is a dreadful dreadful manager and people will say oh well we got to the finals let's look at your path to the finals you beat croatia you should beat croatia you drew against scotland which is just bizarre you beat czech republic you should beat czech republic you beat a very poor germany side that had a dreadful run and they were right at the end of uh, like a phase, and they're now in their transition. Then you beat Ukraine. You should beat Ukraine. You beat Denmark. You should beat Denmark. The first first team that you played, that the difference between having a good team and a good manager and a good team and a bad manager, that happened in Italy. And it was the same thing in the last World Cup. Same thing all the competitions Gareth Southgate has had. He's beat the teams that England should beat because you're better than most other teams. And every time it's a challenge, you don't win. Because he's not good enough. The guy isn't. He isn't a good manager. He got middles for relegated, and he did stuff with under twenty ones. Which tell me how many under twenty one games people watch? And uh, you know, I'll, I'll be shocked because in all the under twenty one teams, all the good players always called up to the main national squad anyway. And yeah. I, I don't, I don't get why people defend him because you you're a better team than he is a manager. You deserve better. I've...
0: I don't understand. Even in the Euros, one thing I don't understand with him. Obviously, he had a great season that season. He's not had a as good season this year, Grealish. But when mm. Grealish plays for you uh, not for England, we're a completely different team. Yeah. He's a, Why he, does he not start?
3: Because Southgate isn't good enough. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, mm. you've got players. England have got attacking players. You've not got controlling possession, counter attack. You're not like yeah. a real Madrid style. You're more like a Liverpool attacking sort of that that thing. You Frankfurt, look at the main
4: front
3: Yeah, I mean you look at the main players you've got, they're all front players. Harry Kane is probably one of the best complete strikers in the game oh, at the yeah. moment. He isn't the best, I don't think, but he's definitely one of the best. You know, Raheem Sterling is a lot of grief, but he's a really good scary attacking player. Jack Grealish, really good Saka. scary attacking player. Zachary Saka. Saka, oh what a player. Yeah. Scary attacking player. Mason Mount, what does he do for Chelsea? He sets up attacks. He's forward, yeah, yeah. forward playing all the time. Everyone's always forward. Trent Alexander Arnold. Why he doesn't play him more often? I do not know. He's the best English right back going. Full stop. So you should be playing this really progressive attacking football. <laughs> but you he don't. He's like the man's a lunatic. He, I, he gets I, caught
4: I, in games as well. Both the So only the Denmark semi, um, where we turned it, we and we we changed a little bit in extra time. We were a little bit more forward thinking. We went after that, and that was probably because it was at Wembley and the crowd forced that that hand. But both the Croatia semi in the Euros and um, no, sorry, in the World Cup, and then we had the 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 final in the Euros. We scored early. We did the same thing in both. We had the game by the scruff of the neck, and we didn't go for it. We didn't kill it. Yeah. We were like, okay, let's sit. It's 1-0. We let Italy back in. And then there was 60 minutes of nothing, similar to Croatia, 60 minutes of nothing. And then extra time we played for penalties. And I'm just, it's just you're at home, you're at Wembley. Go for the throat. The fans would drag you there. Go for the if throat. I, and
0: and Give it
4: to, doesn't ever, does he? No. Give it to Potter. Sean Dyche. International football is ready for 442 to change the <laughs> landscape of football. We'll all be talking about 442 in five years. This Gagan press will be, you know, the DICE 442.
0: Have we had a podcast since he's been sacked, but we haven't mentioned
4: <laughs> DICE for I, some I, job? I, I think it's only right that we do mention him every week. You know, we cannot let your gosh go unnoticed.
3: <laughs> you, you need, you need a better England manager or someone, someone that's done I, something, managed somewhere worth talking about, other than getting Middlesbrough relegated. Well,
4: Southgate I reminds right. me of the Solskjaer era at United at first, which was. To get, the top, get rid of the toxicity, everyone's together, a no. team unit, everyone's nice to each other, but now you need someone that knows the bloody hell what they're doing in terms of tactical yeah. nows. The only thing he's got for him is I don't think there's any of those managers in international football. I don't think other teams are in a much better state than we are. In terms it, of it's not it like never. when we had Spain.
3: Handy <laughs> Flick. <laughs> <Hansy> <laughs> Flick. He's, he's doing things. at That Germany squad, mate, they're going to be doing things. He's bringing in... If you know if you his first game, he tried some of the Bayern Munich boys that he mm. knows. Didn't happen. So what did he do? Bin them all out. All of the players. But he's a there. new
4: manager, say, at the start of his cycle, as you can see, that, which Germany were ready to do. And England are just about probably coming to that, I think. After this World Cup, however it goes, that's where we'll be at next year, I yeah. think.
0: I, thi- yeah. I think, um, yeah, give it to uh, give it to the Brighton lad. Right. Oh, you well, know,
3: the thing is, though, that, that's that's you had a period of time where you could have had Eddie Howe, you could have had, him, yeah. But, yeah, but but instead you gave Gareth Southgate another contract. For
0: oh, I don't, the... I don't know. I don't know. who it was. One one of the pundits last week uh, on Sky was saying United made a mistake. They shouldn't have went for an up up and coming manager in a in a Hag. They should have went for Gareth Southgate. One of the pundits said this on Sky. Like, I, I really? actually
3: I agree but <laughs> mainly because I want to see United fail. Yeah.
4: And he absolutely <laughs> loves Harry Maguire. So Harry Maguire will be captive for the next 20 years on the Gareth gate. Like uh, you know,
0: What do some of these pundits think though, like, to come out with that?
4: Uh, it's, it's, I, I, mean, I,
3: I, I do I I
0: That's basically reappointing, I so sure. <laughs> It is, is, it's, it's,
3: it's, it's I, I don't, I don't, I don't get Southgate. Anyone that defends him, you're welcome to have the conversation with me, because I'm telling you now, I just do not think he is any good. I, I, I if, if I was in the Championship, I might take a punt on him, but I, I wouldn't. Well, would, would you want him at United, or would no, Liverpool fans want him? Would Chelsea fans no, no. want him? Who would? I don't know. A Premier League team would be like, yeah, I'll take Southgate. There isn't one.
4: No, he's probably his pragmatic way, as you say. Probably he might find a team in that bottom half potentially, because it's quite pragmatic. The way he defends sort of <laughs> it to get you up. But he's, if you're talking United, Liverpool, Chelsea, then no. There's, you know he's not. not he's him. not to, but He's but, near. but you think
3: would 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 you take Hansi Flick? I I if I Hansi yes. Flick came to manage Liverpool, I wouldn't be upset about it. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: And he's got but, a name like Hansi Flick, which gives you, you know. It's much <laughs> more sexy than Gareth Southgate, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, would
3: would you be really upset if Luis Enrique came to manage Man United? No, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't think he would. Is, is Roberto Mancini still at Italy?
0: Yeah, yes, he yeah. is, and he's staying he? You yeah. wouldn't
3: be upset about Mancini managing your team either. I think,
0: Not, I think that's, I think that's the only one I wouldn't because the links to Man
3: City. Yeah, um, as, as a manager though, if if it was going yeah. to the head and you were told Southgate or Man City, which way oh, are we yeah, go? Yeah.
0: Definitely, yeah. You know um, what I mean.
3: But I I I don't know. It's uh and so international
4: so, football management is a different game, anyway, isn't it? It's very very different to week in week out. Yeah,
0: definitely. But are you are you happy?
3: Do you think we've decimated England as a, as a, as enough? Because I'm, yeah. I'm happy to keep going. Don't get me wrong. I don't mind if England win. I, I never root for England to lose. I'm, I'm indifferent to it. You, you can do really well, really poorly. I don't care. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't affect me at all. As, a, as a Welshman, I just, I think you deserve better. Oh, I think, I, I think England's a yeah. good
0: team. I was, I was actually in. Um, I don't know if I told the story in the podcast yet, but uh, I was in. I went out the night. We went out the night in Brighton for the, uh, the final. Um, we got we got we were in a club. And we, we paid t- we got the tickets really cheap because our friend James, who was on the pod a few months back, um, his friend went to London, so we got some cheap tickets really cheap for a club. Really big screen. It was awesome. And we we were in the club, and we said, if we win the Euros, we're staying out all night. I I've got work the next day. I don't care. We're staying out the night. Um, we lose on penalties. We get the train back to to Eastbourne. <laughs>
3: Like. <laughs> disappointed, they have a disappointment, but but you never. Know. I mean, I genuinely. I hope England do well, not as well as what I hope Wales do, but I hope. Uh, I hope you do well. But I think I think that's rounded off, and we're we're ready. I believe to move on to transfer watch. <laughs> 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 You,
0: it is transfer
3: you, watch, baby. You
0: you will notice that the colours on that match up to the new uh super the, the new beautiful. set the new the new setup because he leaked the
3: Almost uh, <laughs> like it is planned, but sure. we've got we're going to try in this segment. We're going to try and do this every week for the next couple of weeks until we are finished. We're going to bang through some of the biggest transfer rumors and maybe even make up some of our own and try and will them into being. I'm going to start off with Liverpool. The link we've got two players. The first one looks like it's going ahead Calvin Ramsey from Aberdeen, who's 19 years of age, he's a right back. I'm interested us going for like a right it. back he's really good he's really he is a for a young player he's a really good young player but we've got Trent so he's not going to (laughs) play he's not going to play that much I'm 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 really curious to see whether it's just bringing him in because he's a good young player and but Trent's like what 22 23 Mm. something like that I don't think I know I i but I, I'm happy. I'm happy to have good players, along with Fabio Carvelio. Um The next one really excites me is, um, yeah. I can't say his first name, Nunes, though, at Benfica. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, that be able, is... We're mm. still interested, but you've made the first offer, haven't you? Yeah,
1: that yeah, that will toasty. be...
3: And if if you're going to pick... Yeah, and let's, let's, let's call a spade a spade. If you're going to pick a team, if <sighs> someone's coming after you at the moment, Liverpool United, where are you going? Yeah. Do you do you want to play in the Europa League um, or do you want to play in the Champions League and compete for the Premier League? Which one do you want to do? So Nunes, I'm very excited about. Um, I, I think... did Who tagged me in something about some crazy offers that Bayern Munich made for Mane? Did you see these, the clauses? That was me
4: this morning. Yes, Sanio Mane this morning, they were reporting. It was a 20, say 30 million or something. But the add-on clauses were just sensational of if he wins... <laughs> three Champions Leagues of Bayern Munich and three Ballon Dors at the age of thirty. They'll give you another six point five million. That's oh like- wow! That's <laughs> very very. I mean, no, 6.5. Um, they might as well said 125. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's put some stuff in that's never going to happen, and then give, I just, I, yeah. Just
3: it, really it, it reminds... I do add-ons like that on Football Manager. I'm like yeah. you know, if if he plays 750 games, you can have another hundred million. <laughs> we we did we
0: that we did that with Monaco for a uh, Marshall. I think I think we paid about 35 million, but it could have rise to like 70 with add-ons. Because we offered them like yeah. stupid add ons, and they it. Was, it was for just it. the
4: fact of the audacity three Ballon d'Ors, <laughs> three
0: Ballon d'Ors,
4: and did, three did Champions happen? Leagues. I mean, I, I'm rooting for Bayern if that happens for the next, the next three years because they want uh, to plan that 6.5 million. It's
3: just Mendel. I mean, I've made my peace. Uh, if we get Nunez, I'll make my peace with Mane going. I think I will be disgusted if we sign Sala to anything at over 300 grand a week. I will be disgusted with it. I, I will come out and I will say it publicly. But yeah, Nunes, if he comes in and Mane goes out, I'll uh, I'll, I'll live with yeah, that. Nunes
0: is a really good player.
3: Um, the next one uh, Manchester City linked with Saka.
0: I saw that. Very interesting. That's a, uh, well,
4: that a always happens on football manager one, isn't it? The, car yeah. the thing is. There
3: isn't space for him in the team that I can see, unless you've been off Raheem
0: Sterling or Mares. They've been trying to get rid of Sterling for the last 18 months.
3: Yeah, well, they, they bought Jack Wheelish and they don't play him properly. So what no. makes you think they're going to play Saka properly?
4: I would say it's probably a season too soon for Saka. I mean, I think yeah. he would be better at this stage of his development, getting that week in, week out at Arsenal, yeah. really settling, trying to really put some numbers together next season. And then, then say, as you say, he's just... He'll be in and out that team, and it just won't. It's sure a bit like, say, we've seen it with Grealish on. this season. We don't know what he is anymore. This season has kind of confused everybody. Then he puts that performance in
1: front. We go, oh yeah,
3: yeah that's that's what Would he's you, about. <laughs> I listened to a brilliant podcast, the Football Daily, the BBC Football Daily. They were talking about Jack Grealish and um, they, say, they said um, the problem is, you know, Jack Grealish when he's at Manchester City, you know, he's almost coached to death. You know, about where he's got to put the ball, where he's got to be, where he's got to move this that, and the other. You know, so he's he's almost coached to death at Man City. But then when he comes to England, you know, Southgate, there's not as much coaching. I was like, there's any
2: any coaching? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go and
4: play, Jack. Go play. <laughs> yeah,
2: he doesn't. He doesn't even
3: like Jack Grealish. He
4: doesn't even like him. He plays. The coaches the one either. he turns up in outside Wembley. In that yeah, game. he yeah. <laughs> they say he's not
3: coaching. The reason he doesn't do any coaching is specifically with Jack Grealish because he doesn't like him. He forgets he's like, oh yeah. All right, then, no, Gareth, <laughs> you haven't. You gotta. You gotta make us. You know, in football, you're allowed to make subs. Am I? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, let's get Jack Grealish on. Uh, but a, if we're moving over to Chelsea. Um, I quite like this. Saul is not saying he's confirmed that he's going, and Ruben Loftus Cheek has been linked with Inter Milan. Are Chelsea going to have any players
4: left? <laughs> um, are they just going to get They need to hurry up and do this takeover. When when their seven hundred lonesies <laughs> come back on the boats.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: like I, think, for Europe. I think all of their first team. there. I mean because I, I also saw, I did That's also see call. Christian Pulisic linked with Liverpool. Which I don't want, but uh, no, no, that's but,
4: that's
0: an
3: interesting
0: but one. I, I like he the needs, fact. I think that he in needs, all to move. Move. I think needs a move. I think Pushitsch needs a move.
4: Yeah, what a bizarre Chelsea's
0: season is. This, this, that Sol
4: one's very because when they signed him, I thought, oh no, that's that's a bloody good signing. That is, I've like, yeah, loved him because he's that kind of perfect pivot player in midfield. Yeah. Looking at United's yeah. team, going, that's exactly what we need for Chelsea. That's it. and it just for whatever reason hasn't happened. I think he's had one or two injuries, but he's just he's almost a forgotten man, isn't he? You forget he's yeah. in the squad until his name comes up.
3: Well, did, did you notice he did a little bit of you know it was a difficult season, this that and the other. Do you know who else did that? Lionel Messi, <laughs> <laughs> the world's greatest player ever. I come out and yeah. said, Oh, well, you know, it was it was really difficult moving to France and you know, really tricky, uh, really tricky to play. Um, you know, like the move my kids from school, because your kids moving in school affects you. Playing for PSG yeah. in France. It's a really, and, it's a
0: really hard league, you know. You've got yeah,
3: and yes, and, oh, oh, and COVID, COVID. I didn't tell anyone. Did you know I had COVID? It was a secret. I didn't yeah. let anyone know because in football they keep secrets and things, things are kept oh. from people. I had COVID. Yeah, so that that's the other thing. And I just and by the time and legitimately, this is almost probatum, He said, you know what. Just as I started to feel better and I got, you know, and I started to find my feet a little bit, the season was effectively already
4: over. Oh,
3: how convenient.
1: <laughs> In well,
3: great well.
4: form on the 25th of May, damn it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, I I can't believe it. I can't believe it. But but the next I saw a Spurs. Interesting. Links to Jesus, okay, who's who, by the sounds of it, is pricing himself out of moving everywhere. Because I think he wanted double what Arsenal are offering to pay him. But they've been linked to Marcus Rashford, he according no, yeah. to football agent Roberto De Fant.
0: Uh, yeah, he's come out. He's come out and said no. He wants to fight for his position back on the Ten Hag.
3: Well, do you know what? To be fair, I think Europa League is about his level. I don't think <laughs> he'd be able to cope in Champions League because he isn't very good. <laughs> so I, 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 I think put... he's done. I think he's done the I right th- thing.
0: I think it's his confidence. He needs to... a few seasons back. He hit. Um, like nearly for him, there was a season a few seasons back where him and Marshall nearly hit about 30 goals each. And and um, yeah, he just needs his confidence back. His confidence just.
4: Looks it was the season before the- last, wasn't it? Yeah. He had the, his numbers had kind of been, and that was the season he hit his numbers. And we knew he had a shoulder injury since January in that period. And we went, okay, great. He's getting that sorted. He'll be out at the start of the season. But when he comes back, we're going to get Super Rashford. Uh, what yeah, we just yeah. got was trash Rashford the whole season no one could really understand he stopped doing the things that you know well, he did guess... as a granted running back putting tackles in and then taking got... shots taking shots attacking crossing,
3: if you look at let's look at some of the biggest players in the world at the moment Lionel Messi Ronaldo Salah um Robert Lewandowski um, you know, Luke, uh, Luka Modric, Tony Cruz. We look Haaland. at all those players like that, Haaland. How many books have those guys released? Children's books? I can tell you none. How many government campaigns have these guys been involved in? None. And people, sees- can, people can say, oh, you know, don't get in his back. Players can't do other things. But no, because if they're a professional, if you look at Cristiano Ronaldo, for me, is the consummate professional yeah. do you know what he does on holiday he stays on exactly the same diet that oh, he's yeah. on during the league. he takes his dietitian on holidays with him to cook all of his food i i i've read somewhere that ronaldo actually in in the off season would go to america and spend time with basketball players to learn how to get more hang time when he's doing <laughs> headers. that's what a professional does a professional doesn't write kids' books about be all you can be, be the best you can be with Marcus Rashford, which I thought was really ironic.
0: Be the best you could be, really.
1: Because <laughs> Beckham, Beck, he
0: thinks he's David Beckham. He's kind but of Beckham trying. Beckham didn't even do it. Beckham yeah, did no, it so... during
3: his playing That's, career, what, that's didn't?
0: what I'm saying. Beckham started doing it near the end of his career when he already yeah. had the numbers to, to back it up. Rashford's doing it so early, it's actually affecting his career.
3: And, and and it is, and I, you can say, you know, you can't, you can't tell a player not to get involved in this, that, and the other. It, it does, it's, it impacts what you do. It, it does, it, it does, because where we should be concentrating, you know, like watching videos, watching this, doing this, doing doing the other, other like all the other top, 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 top players do. Um, he doesn't. I, I, you know, he wouldn't. <laughs> I don't see I, you, it's it's anything I, really. It's like Salah or Messi getting involved in weird things. You've got to you know? be
4: at that level, that's, that, that You've got to be obsessed with it, haven't you? Obsessed, and he's oh. obviously got passions yeah. outside, and some of them have done some wonderful things outside. Oh, There's yeah. no doubt about it. But he, but yeah, it's that obsession that finding that extra half a percentage, that moment, studying yeah. everything you can. The Ronaldo yeah. Salah mentality. It, the Because you're
3: right. It's not knocking what he has done, and what he's done is very admirable, and has made a really good benefit and you appreciate him doing that at the time when we were in lockdown and that was required yeah. and that was the opportunity to do it but in reality you do need you, you need to obsess about it to be the best it needs to be all encompassing and if it's not all encompassing you're not going to be the best and you know but uh, that that's the, but should we I think just just before transfer another transfer link incidentally uh, this isn't so much a transfer link but Navigator, James Millie Milner James Milner. Milner. James Milner signing a one-year extension nearly half in his money when he was offered more money and two-year contracts elsewhere in the Premier League. What a hero.
1: What a I hero.
4: The one-year contract should be renamed the James Milner. It really should The <laughs> End of the season and you're going yeah, yeah one more and he's like yeah, yeah, I've already, I've already signed. What's the number? Don't care. Don't care. I'm here. I'm, I'm here for you. I'm James Milner. I'm here yeah. for you.
0: I am. Um, one, one more I wanted to add as well was uh, what I think is probably the best signing of the summer so far, and that's Chiamini to uh, Real Madrid. What a midfield they've got for the next decade with Kamavinga, uh, Chiamini. Um, even, even the other two are still, are still number-wise up there with the best midfielders in Europe, even their age. Their midfield is sorted for the next 10 years with Camavinga and um, Chiamini uh, now as well.
4: What? We had a guy at work today who saw it, he said, um, Oh Real well, Madrid, they've signed that, that that Chewy Chewy Backer guy, you know Chewy <laughs> Chewy Backer. Yeah, yeah, it's quality that Chewy Backer, yeah. Very he's all over the place. They 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 changed their policy a bit, haven't they, Madrid? Camavinga was one, this is another, this is they still I mean we, we obviously we did the watch along FMFO for the Champions League final. I think we were surprised when we looked at their substitute bench the depth and the ridiculous quality that that team still has. Who's that, like,
0: yeah. who's that other young midfielder, the other guy they have as well? We wish you got Tony Cruz and uh, Modric, who are the uh, old guard, who's still doing it, but the old guard. And then there's another guy they already got before. Um, I can't remember his name now. Someone was say it in chat. I can't remember his name now, but he's he's quality as well. Their midfield depth is ridiculous now.
4: Um, yeah. It's... it's... It's it's very good. It's where well Madrid, isn't it? The name's always going to attract. Yeah,
3: uh, I mean, do, do have do we have any other transfer rumours that uh, that we've heard of, or that we want to start? Do we want to start a transfer rumour that we can, we can start tweeting and build some traction about? Peter crouched Burnley. <laughs> no, no. That's he's not even playing. Let's think of something legitimately, <laughs> something that people goodbye like tarantino had his ruben neves a man united <laughs> and that caused uh, people minds to blow up i think we should come up with one that we can have credo to draw a graphic, <laughs> draw a graphic
4: and we um, push it all summer that this is the transfer we want to happen oh
3: yeah. who is who's like a really reputable like Soul of their team at like Man City or Chelsea or United, something with a fan base is a real like hardcore nutters. Gonna
4: hate it if they if they lose that player. What like, about... I
0: don't. I don't think you've got one at Man. United, Kevin here, Kevin, De Bru- Kevin De Bruyne to Barcelona. they are gonna find the money.
4: My my left field one is your <sighs> Song to Liverpool.
0: Ooh.
4: Darwin Nunes falls through for whatever reason. Oh, how and about go and poach him
3: son to arsenal <laughs>
4: <laughs> that would be absolutely yeah and he does wow. the long and with the shirt as well and just that's, that's, it that's what
3: it is credo if you're listening that's what we want a graphic of son in his tottenham kit and then transferring it into an arsenal kit we'll make the video we'll make it happen that is going to be our transfer rumor we're going to start and we're going to promote <laughs> Uh, and and if if that is all of it, that is that is the end. Be with me. What is it? The end of.
2: Oh, you can really tell who the dads are.
4: <laughs> dad dancing. Like, Jono, you were dad before your time. That dancing, you can join us on a dance floor any day, sir. Yeah. But, and, and, and anybody listening on audio you
3: need, we'll, we'll TikTok that. We'll TikTok that one out. <laughs> but that, that takes us on to the mass debate that we were going to have
0: on the, on the Premier League's best offenders. Now, I, Did I, we... I, I, did we want to have a little reminder of what happened last week? Uh, we have a graphic from Credo. So we've done a sticker book here from Credo. And first, uh, last week, uh, Chick got the nodding goal. So uh, over the next few weeks, we're going to add the rest of the team over the summer. This week is centre backs. Mm. Uh, so we've got feel- graphic we- again there by Credo. Kitty, what happened? There? Oh,
3: you made me disappear. But, but 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 just 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 to highlight so what we have done, we did put everything out on Twitter for people to suggest names to us and we went through the list and picked players that we were happy with, happy players that we weren't happy with. Now some honorable mentions, some players that didn't quite make the cut for the for the crux of the discussion today is uh, Yapstam. Didn't
4: quite make it. I, I, was he there? One season, two seasons? Yeah, eighty games, under hundred games. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think that was the reasoning. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It didn't didn't quite make it. Um, Ratherby from Leeds didn't quite as the, the, the best name, the best <laughs> name, and uh, one of the, one of the coolest defenders. But didn't quite make it. Gary Pallister.
4: Gary Pally.
0: Gary Pally.
3: It, 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 it was between it, it was between um Pussy Baby, and Pally. Yeah, uh, I
0: felt so bad for Brucey with zero votes. <laughs> is, hey, is, the poor, Bruce, poor Brucey. Poor his,
4: his, ma- his management has not helped his playing career, has it? It's certainly um,
1: one. Yeah, <laughs> it
3: hasn't. I, I mean, and then and then next, uh, Colin Hendry, um, which, which was uh, nominated by uh, uh, Anders Baz. He, he didn't quite make the cut. Ricardo Calvalio, I felt a bit harsh on.
1: Mm.
4: That but that, that that was that was that was, was a difficult one. We'll touch on him with another Chelsea defender just for straight edge. But yeah, very harshly done by Carvalho He
3: was, and then and then Paul McGrath, who is just a, as a character, he's a legend, and uh, I I I think just people are too young really to. Uh, they are. To
4: fully and, but what appreciate. we found is there is a massive fan base for that man. There is a massive fan base. He was the one. He was the one that was probably argued the most most passionately. Most heart yeah. for Paul for Paul McGraw, yeah, probably a bit too. Do you remember Paul McGraw, Johnny? He was no. you, have you seen Paul McGraw? I've, I've heard
0: of I've heard of the name, but I couldn't put it to it. Yeah, yeah. He was he was such
3: a solid defender, such a solid
0: defender. He was. But... he was he
4: was in at United. He was in that drinking culture team. He got branded <laughs> with that. But for a defensive capability, yeah, and and he was quite versatile as well. I think he could play in a numerous yeah. positions.
3: But what that brought us right. down to is a list of eight, which I think, because we're going to pick 2 which is slightly bigger than the next one. I think we're going to try and cut it down to five fairly quickly. But the, the eight that we've yeah. got so far is 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 Mr. Mr. Rio Ferdinand, Niamh Vidić. which if there was an award for one of the coolest names, I think he, he's, he's all over that one. Um, uh, before we say the next one, we are basing this purely on football in the Premier League, the player, not as a person, because as a person, this next one is a total scumbag. But John Terry...
0: You can check uh, out previous podcasts on him. You can.
3: Um, Virgil van Dyke, Tony Adams, Big Brucey Bonus, uh, Led- Ledley King and Vincent Camponi. So th- those are the final eight, I
0: think. What What list i Have I don't you, think think, you can argue with that they they, they are all pretty
3: list. pretty pretty solid and I'm trying to pull up so where, where did I where did I put all of my stats in my Googly sheets, my defender sheets now, I tell you what surprised me a little bit is um ledley King i mean if, if we look at ledley King first because I think we will probably end up he will be the one of the first ones really to uh for us to decide he isn't going to be the winner.
1: If it's the same his, stat
4: I found, then I'm surprised as you are.
3: I mean, well, I think his goals per game is pretty solid. But which one? Where was I looking? Where was I looking? His losses weren't that uh, weren't as bad as I think. His goals conceded per game. Goals per game conceded. 0.4. Now, just for uh, reference, Vidic, 0.63. Uh, Rio Ferdinand, 0.36. John Terry 0.5, uh, Company 0.82. So he's actually got less goals conceded per game than Vidic, John Terry, Virgil Van Dyke, and Vincent Company. That I I didn't I didn't expect that. Considering he played for Spurs,
4: <laughs> that surprised it surprised me so much because I wrote down that same stat and had that down, but I deleted it because I didn't believe it. <laughs> I thought it yeah. can't be a 0.4 with that Tottenham defence. The one that surprised me most with him was the number of games that he'd played. <clears throat> because Ledley King, we all associate with horrendous injuries, didn't play, would have been a phenomenal defender if he played. But he played 268 Premier League games, which is more than mm. the Manja Vidic, more than Vincent Company, yeah. more than Tony Adams, and more than Brucey Bonas. So yeah. He's probably and his, he's the third highest appearance on our list. Um,
3: and his tackle success, percentage-wise his tackle success, only one of those defenders... Had a higher tackle success than him, which is uh, Real Ferdinand. Uh, so that I just found that really, really surprising. So as a as a performing defender, I think there was some other. Um, I mean, his ever's leading to goals was on par with Riddich. Uh, I think he was he was the only players better than him was Real Ferdinand and Tony Adams. He was mm-hmm. on par with all the other defenders in there. Red cards. Ledley King had no red cards. How does a defender play 268 games and have no red cards?
0: That's very I'm, impressive.
3: Now, the thing, I'm not sure of the period of time, perhaps the stats all weren't recorded, but 54 fouls? Yeah,
4: that that's would be one I'm... every four, four, five games, isn't it? Which for a centre-back is... And for a man that's making 80% of correct tackles as well.
3: Yeah, so as... As a defender, Ledley King was a fabulous defender. I think he, he didn't benefit by the fact that he played for Spurs. I think that playing for Spurs, certainly in the period of time that he played for Spurs, is going to hamper anyone's career. But I think I'm, I'm almost inclined to see to put him ahead of Tony Adams.
0: The stats have surprised me. Yeah, those stats, I, was... yeah mm. I, I agree, actually. I didn't know half of those stats and it...
4: Because because Adams did they conceded a lot of goals that Arsenal team when I was looking at the stats. these i, I he was coming to the the Premier League era was kind of coming into yeah. the and he didn't have a full career did he in the Premier League Tony Adams? So yeah. I would agree. I would agree.
0: Yeah, because I think sorry, Arsenal if, fans. <laughs>
3: yeah, if we're looking at Premier League, uh, the Premier League, which is what we're looking at, not the First League or League One. Yeah, it, it is. It is the Premier League. So I, I would actually say Tony Adams. I would well. Who, who, who do we think the, the lowest? Who would you say, Steve Bruce, or Tony Adams? As United fans, tell me about Brucey. So he's Bruce. just really ugly. <laughs> he does
4: look like a cauliflower, but a lot yeah. of that was because of the amount of times he put his head on it. Bruce was kind of. He kind of epitomised that beginning era. Um, The one that all United fans remember with Bruce is the two headed goals in stoppage time against Sheffield Wednesday for the first, uh, when we were looking like the title was slipping, the whole Alex Ferguson on the pit jumping, and just the commentator screaming, Bruce, which is just... (laughs) It's the equivalent of (laughs) Liverpool fans, and and, and, general England fans will know this as well. Anybody who's played football at a young age in the Premier League era would shoot from distance and scream Gerard. It was the same with a header for Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Any corner in the box, anyone can launch themselves for the ball, you have to screw
1: Bruce, Bruce!
4: And and him and Pallister as a, as a duo in these in those early years were one of the two best complementing defenders in that era. They they fall behind with what came after them, but certainly at that starting period, Bruce was was very good. Was he Tony Adams-esque? Possibly not, but for united fans still still classic
3: well i think if, if we look at um uh, steve, uh, what was i looking at steve bruce steve Bruce. it was something his loss his percentage i mean because what, what, I, what I, I like to break it down into like ratios of percentages his loss percentage 13 and a half percent which i think there's one one player out of all of those eight that has a better loss percentage than steve bruce so i i would i would wager that tony adams is probably would be ranked number eight with brucey mm. number
4: seven mm.
3: uh and then uh and then ledley king number six probably,
4: i think i like, agree with you yeah yeah he's probably for arsenal fans there but he's got a statue outside the emirates but yeah yeah. Bruce yeah. Over. yeah i'd agree
3: I, I think so if if that that is our first eight number five who are we gonna say and before we get into anything, I just, I, 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 you've probably noticed, I had a lot of back and forth with people about <laughs> Virgil Van Dijk, and the comment that that bugged me the most is give him another couple of years, because first of all, we're judging who is the best Premier League defender. So that yeah. doesn't mean that he has. There isn't a time constraint on that, which I conceded on Allison I saw. I've really listened to the podcast last week. I shouldn't have given up so easy because statistically and as an actual player, he was probably the best goalie. But that's that's yeah. that was last week. I'm still bitter about it. But we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll move on. But what are we saying here, guys? Do you think that? Uh, BVD
0: would need another two, three years. He's definitely in the top five. I, I've i I've brought up, uh, we'll show him in a minute, I've brought the stats for the top five, I think, and I've put him in there, definitely.
4: I, what, und- you- I, I understood the argument of the two years. Just for the basis of those other defenders, the thing I think that is in our minds is is the deterioration, which I don't think Van Dyke is going to have to the same effect. If I'm honest, particularly at his age, you think of Ferdinand those last years, um, mm. even John Terry. They're, they're in your mind. So you have the full the full picture of what their career looked like, and I just mm. I just think it's because we expect that Van Dyke will continue or possibly even improve. So yeah. I think the argument from that perspective is that it will be uncertainty that he has to be. In there, on footballing ability, he's as good as anything I've ever seen. As well, what
3: would you would you say, in order to compete for one of the top ones, he needs any more time? And if so, how long?
4: I think, I think he does. I think. Yeah. I think, how long? I think
0: he's. I think he's fifth. I think a couple more years. Too well, maximum. on that on that point, on
3: that point, Vidic only played half a season more than Virgil van Dijk, so. Taking your argument into consideration, Vidic cannot be considered to be one of the top two or three because he hasn't played enough games.
4: But he retired your before, the, de- he retired before the deterioration. Yeah, Vidic was going games. and went, yeah. I'm not going to let them see it. I'm not going to let them see yeah. what I'm becoming.
3: Well, I think if, if we're saying that in order to be considered one of the top players, you need to have had X amount of time. Not, Vidic didn't and neither did Company. So, so we, we, we've eliminated those three players from being able to be considered, in which case it only leaves us with two. So are we going to do that or are we going to actually look at the player's ability to judge who is the best? Because I think we should look at who is the best uh, best offender that there has been on what we've got in front of us. That's why I think the judgment should be. I don't think... Because I think, like I said, Vidic R- R- literally had, what, 20, 10... He didn't even have 20 games more than uh, Virgil van Dijkers so far. And I think company I think, has had, like, a two seasons I think we... I think we have <laughs> to
0: consider...
4: You can't eliminate or, or de- no. depend on that one stat alone. I think it has to be a consideration. But... Take League. a point: We have to discuss the qualities and the abilities
0: oh, of the player. Yeah. Oh, that me, is, that is the me too. I've, these are the Premier League stats. These are the official Premier League website. So I thought these are the five I think we're probably all agree on. It are the five we're going to go with? So uh, we'll just start. No, no order. We'll just start. Start from here and go across. Uh, so we've got uh, the Man village uh, it's from a premier official Premier League website. So he played 211 Premier League games, uh, 15 goals, 149 appearances, 27 losses. Uh, tw- there, there's G- a lot
3: of stats in these minds. Uh, we, we're not going to read through yeah, yeah. No, all yeah. the stats.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I was going to say, I, I think
3: we, we need to figure out who we're looking at fifth. John, who do you, who do you think? Present your argument for fifth position. I
0: think.
3: You think
0: I think Company's fifth. I'm going vintage fourth. Oh no, no, I'm going. Uh, sorry, um, fifth. Move on, fifth. Don't not go be <laughs> premature. Don't be <laughs> premature. spoilers. Spoilers. No, oh. Company Company fifth. Van Dyke uh, fourth. I'm going don't, fifth. We're talking fifth. <laughs> fifth. Yes. Give don't why give it all away, Charlie. No? Why Why do
3: you think Why do you think Company's fifth?
0: Um. Oh what I just think he had a great career, but I just don't think he had that push. Um, he, obviously, in England, he was like great, but he never did in like Europe as well, like European. Like compared to some of the others, I know we're not judging it on Europe, but the others have got that as well. So you've got to kind of consider it as well. Like all the, all our rest of our competitors have won the Champions League and have performed in Europe he hasn't and that's part yeah,
3: of my he... argument uh, we're, we're looking at the best premier <laughs> league defender though i think you've got to look at his performances what 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 sort of stands out to set him a set him below the other guys for you i mean i'll, I'll be honest with you, other sidebar i agree
1: yeah
3: uh but but what what, what... for me I, the what the
1: point
4: point. I would put in fifth and, and agree as well is um he had I mean, he's had long periods of injury, that's for one, for sure. Um, and City were, in that early year, more up and down than they are now. They mm. had seasons where they disappeared. You know, the season that Man United last won the title was an awful Manchester United team, and City just stepped off the pedal after they won it. Um Company mm. was the captain, the leader of that side, who, the thing I've always found with Company is, I think, he's got the reputation of one of the best leaders, and I agree that oh, you yeah. he, he would want to play with him. But he made some... Arrogant comments at times, particularly about the Champions League. He said it was a matter the of time they were going to win, and there was this kind of sense of I don't know, center entitlement that he expected things of players that maybe one or two that they that they had didn't always fill up to it Until those later years, until Silva, Aguero, and all of that came, and City became something yeah. else. But the main memories you remember of company are the goals he scored, which were massive. The oh, yeah. screamer against Chelsea, postage stamp in the corner. What a goal that was, by the way, unbelievable. <laughs> And the second one was the header against Man United for the first title from the corner, which was pivotable in the title race. But they're not defensive moments. That's not ultimately your centre-back. Yes, you have to consider the goal, the attack that they have. But I think the others in the list did the same thing. I don't think there's anybody in that list but Ferdinand didn't have that much of a goal threat, but I think the other three did. Um,
3: I mean, he didn't have... His his goals per games actually is less than Virgil van Dijk is less than John Terry um it's the same as Vidic um and it's more than Rio Ferdinand but I think that's what Rio was about um his his win record is less than Vidic the same as Terry the same as Virgil van Dyke. uh I think his losses he's had more his loss percentage is worse than Virgil van Dyke, worse than John Terry worse than Vidic Rio's is higher, but Rio played for QPR, and yeah. let's be fair, Rio knackered <laughs> his career at the end of it. Um, his clean sheets is less; he's got less percentage clean sheets than Virgil Van Dijk, less than John Terry, less than Vidic. Again, more uh, actually less than Rio Ferdinand, and Rio Ferdinand was at QPR, that <laughs> um, that QPR, and and his goals conceded per game is um, almost <laughs> higher than everybody else's. So I I think in regards to his performances I think we have yeah, to say I, and it's not
4: it's not a poor fifth yeah. I mean this is a phenomenal um, list so fifth is yeah. we all agree top player top leader but just just short I have a, yeah. a, a fact about Vincent Company actually before we we, we yeah. ceremoniously give him fifth in 2014 he opened two sports bar in Belgium which have sadly since closed called Good Company I would love to go to that What's bar, it? the good the good company bar. I like what it.
3: Was, was, what was your, you had a fact. You told us in the chat you had a fact about Steve Bruce and his dog.
4: <laughs> I only found it because Straight Edge asked for specifically a stat. I've got s- several stats on Steve Bruce. Let me go for it. So okay. the top five, let's talk about Steve Bruce. I found a website called, which is my favourite all-time article titles, 53 Stats About Steve Bruce, which must have the most <laughs> unbelievable traffic you've ever seen to that website. <laughs> So he was, footballing-wise, first English player of the 20th century to captain a team to the double. Used to play in centre midfield at the beginning of his career for Gillingham. Centre midfielder, Steve Bruce. He was a ball boy in the 1974 League Cup final at Wembley. And his, his dog once ran away after a firework display and was found through a citywide search on social <laughs> media, <laughs> tweeted out by Steve <laughs> Bruce, and they found his dog. So there you go, I, straight edge. There I'm is the stream. straight edge dog fact. And it was called Maggie.
3: Just for you. I'm, I'm assuming that that was a recent dog then, because when you said it was a city-wide search for <laughs> social media, I thought that's not, that's not from his playing date. <laughs> <laughs> no, no.
4: His oh, oh, wow. last managerial I, appointment. I,
3: I was going to say, I don't think social
0: media existed back then, but we are on agreement before, number fifth. now. This yeah, Before this, we move on from company as well, it's got very quiet on the situation around Burnley. He, wasn't he interviewed for Burnley a few weeks back?
1: That's yeah, really
0: because yeah. yeah. he he was he was mentioned the other day with the Lille job uh, a few no. days back, but it's gone really quick, quiet on Burnley. I'd love to see him at Burnley. Maybe he's
3: decided that the championship isn't for him because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's bloody hard to get out of. But but if he if he's in fifth now, this is this is going to be, I think, the most controversial and difficult decision to make. Mm. In fourth position, Sam, Mister FM Ducks,
4: who do you think? should be in fourth fourth place for me is is a toss-up I know my two and three and four is difficult and I've tried to be as objective about this as possible because I know United Liverpool Van Dyke Vidic that's where I'm sitting at it's those two Van Dyke and Vidic are my two that I'm arguing about for fourth reason being and I looked at center back I was thinking center back is a position that has changed in terms of its role so much isn't it you know from the start of the Premier League the expectancy of what they do now and what they do playing out from the back, split centre-backs, high press. What a centre-back is asked to do is a lot more. And for that, Van Dijk is... We all know how good Van Dijk is. Yeah, Um, yeah. Which is where my main argument possibly comes that... I, I, I am torn. I am torn Van Dyke and Vidic. And I don't want to just say Vidic because of my Manchester United love for the man and what he was as a bruiser. And he, and he had the best soul. He comes from Serbia. Elef in Murdia yeah. is just it, unbelievable. It, it, it when killed, they sang it to the manager it was atrocious. It was just don't disservice the man <laughs> that that was all about. You're not You're not what that is. Vidic was um, just powerful. Just, just powerful. He, and he had... The perfect partnership with Ferdinand, which is something that I that's don't what think Van Dijk, Dijk has yet. Maybe Canate will become that. Oh. I think him and Matet work very well, and matic is very underrated. I think,
0: I think very him very and underrated. Canate can make that. I think that's such a good partnership. Long
4: that's till, that's I think perfect. That's the, which is why I still think Van Dijk has the next the next step to, yeah. to still go. Which sounds scary. <laughs> which sounds scary. Yeah, I mean, I'm
3: I'm t- I'm torn, similar to you, but however my between fourth and third is actually for me and this change when I was actually doing my research, this wasn't the case until I started doing my research into it is actually between Rio and Virgil van Dijk. And I'll, I'll tell you the reasoning. First of all, what you say about Rio and Vidic as a partner company makes everyone better is the first thing. If you, yeah. if you watch it when he, when he was at Liverpool, when he first came, the influence he had on that team straight away, yeah. poof, um, Change it instantly, and and I remember I was there at uh, watching a game in South uh, Liverpool, Southampton um, years ago. Shakiri scored, which gives you an idea of how long it goes. Uh, it was, yeah. but I, uh, Virgil Van Dyke went off injured, and everybody crapped themselves <laughs> because I think he brought Joe Go, Joe uh, Joe Gomez was on with Virgil, and he came off, and I think we brought somebody erroneous on, uh, like it might have been Matip, and everybody panicked. It was a sense of panic, and they played okay. They did all right, but when you watch him, if he has Matic next to him, Gomez next to him, Canard, they, it doesn't matter. Mm. They all look really, really good. Yeah, uh, and, and he seems to bring that out. Bring that out of him. Um, the second thing I was looking at is Rio. Everybody says he's the Rolls Royce, bringing the ball out from the back. You know, creating all these moves. And if you actually look at his passes per game, he wasn't. I think. Um, His passes per game was actually less than Vidic and um, less than John Terry and significantly less, actually less than half of what uh, uh, Virgil van Dijk's is. Uh, So he's he's significantly less. Yeah, you're right.
0: I'm
3: looking mm. at it now, yeah. yeah and that, that surprised me. He's passes his per game. For people that think that that's, that was his game, bringing the ball out from the fence,
4: it wasn't. It, 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 well, no, it, it wasn't. It's, 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 it is a bit of a mistruth because, I mean, he he did have that about him. He played that a little bit that way at Leeds. And he was the, I think he was one of the first that kind of had that European style. But in that yeah, yeah. Man United team... He had a, a, a drop-deep midfielder that did that for him. You know, yeah. there was Carrick for a number of times. Scholes did it in the end. Mm-hmm. Keen the, the defenders didn't come out in the same way controlling it with Van Dyke. And that United team also didn't pass around the back so much. So the passing stats, you know, Harry Maguire's passing stats would be ridiculous. He passes way too <laughs> much because he just doesn't do anything. It's all sideways, back and forth. Yeah. So probably a little bit of that element. I agree. Van Dyke, the impact on that Liverpool team, and we saw it the season before the season just gone, where Liverpool dropped off so much. And we all know why now. Yeah, you mean, know. And you
3: look at... I mean, and two important stats, I think, for the type of football that they were both involved in. Recoveries and duels won. Rio's recoveries, 1.82 per game. Virgil van Dijk's 2.08. Duels won per game, 1.58 for Rio.
0: 2.47 for van Dijk. So, as actually... I'm, I'm willing... In, even as you know, with non biased here, with I'm willing because the impact he had on Liverpool to put um, Ferdinand fourth
3: because I mean, I, I third, would say uh, they
0: fought, yeah, for, Ferdinand fourth and third because um,
3: there were two things that stand Dice. out. I, the last two points I would make though Rio's win percentage 57%, Virgil van Dyke 63%, Ross's for Rio 20%, Virgil 16 and clean sheets. Rio thirty-seven. Virgil van Dijk forty-one percent. Now people will say, "Oh well, because he's playing at Liverpool," and Rio went to QPR. Where did Virgil van Dijk start his Premier League career? Seven.
1: It wasn't.
3: It wasn't at Liverpool. It was at a very dodgy south. I, I think that that's what I, I was sitting at Rio fourth,
0: and yeah, I think um, I think I'm the same. Yeah, yeah. The difference I, 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 would, I, I, would, I didn't. I, would argue I didn't for
4: the... think that. The difference, I would argue, in the Ferdinand versus... Why why I've gone the other way. Not even an argument. Why I've, I've gone the other way. Because I think that that stat in particular, that Ferdinand stayed longer in that career... Oh, he made a mistake, he made, didn't he? He, was, he made a mistake yeah. there because he sat in a United team that conceded more goals, that was less, which was more vulnerable at the back. We had an ageing defence and Ferdinand was part of that. It was Ferdinand, Neville. Evra mm-hmm. was older at that point as well. They were struggling to find... That was when De Gea came in. We were a bit shaky at the back for a while. Yeah. Yeah, Vidic, went, a Vidic it, left at the top and went, I'm not going like, to do that. Which like, I think like, helps like, is now, look back, that he has that Ferdinand's drop-off probably... Because yeah. at the time we signed him as the most expensive defender, and let's not forget the season he had at Leeds, he took Leeds to the semi-final of the Champions League, which is the best best Leeds season yeah. by anything. They still got that 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 season he had too. It's just the reason. I mean, for me, they come as a package. So for me to pick yeah. one over the other is hard enough. In a, if yeah. I was picking a United team, it's hard enough to do this. I I, and I was gonna
3: have I was gonna have Rio in my top two until I actually broke it down, and and it was it wasn't so much. The fact that his win and loss and all that percentage weren't that high. It was the things like the things that he was lauded for, like his recoveries, his Mm -hmm. duels, his passes, aren't actually very good. (laughs) Which I I, I did not.
0: And I I don't know whether. Yeah. Can I put a comedy bit in this as well? It always made me laugh. Did you see the interview? Uh, after, um, I can't remember who came out if it was either Ferdinand or Vidage, after they both left after David Moyes' surrender the the first season, where he said that he put both of them in in in, in a room these best, pop, as we're saying, the two of the best five centre-backs ever in the Premier League history and made them watch a video of Jaggy Elka. <laughs> <laughs> It's a man on crackle <laughs> That's cool. what David Boy's done. He put him in a, he put him in a, it, and then he wonders why he got no respect from from the dress the dressing room.
4: He's a jag. He's man. a jag. Just just to add on that I say, coming in from the chat as well, Crazy Booms joined us in the chat. Just done say so anyone on an audio or we live on Twitch I if can, you want to join I can't us see and see. Anything is, it's, it's not, yeah, I don't yeah, know
0: why it's just popping
4: in to say, I always liked Vidic more than Rio, so he's on board with you too with the Vidic chat. So, yeah, there you go. I, I mean, Thank I, I, I think,
3: and I, yeah, it's so it genuinely shocked me to my core because, like I said, I had Ferdinand in my, my top two because of the fact he came from Leeds and he was younger, but then, as I said, the, the, the stats should be better than that. Because even as he gets older and he's slowing down, if anything, he would be passing more. He would be sort of creating more. But Mm -hmm. he didn't. And that, and that for me, that's why I I think it's it's real fourth. And as much as it pains me, because as a football-playing central defender, I think Virgil van Dijk is probably the best ever. However, there are other things... That the other two yeah. guys have, that I think, I reluctantly again <laughs> have, have to think. I mean, are, are we are we happy with that? Because I'm going to tweet this yeah. out to see how many people this enrages. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that, the fact that we, we've got him third. I'm, I'm prepared to, yeah. Think?
4: I can concede Ferdinand to Vidic. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. That's that's. I'm happy to do it's, that.
3: Yeah, I I gotta be honest. I was I was amazed with all the Vidic love. Um, that they were. I I thought United fans were going to be all about. Um, oh, I, I, yeah. I
0: I knew you know, I I knew as the leader he was. I knew United United fans. Vidic is, is is
4: no Vittich nonsense. Over, his, his aggression. Yeah. His Vidic would give you. And I also care. think Ferdinand's also a post. He's now a pundit. He's now got a post career. He does a podcast like us. We know how toxic that can be at times. He's. Yeah. You're going to get a different look from the van. Vidic walked off into the sunset. Doing what he did, kicking people yeah. up in the air. I mean, he had, he, we'll get to Vidic. But he's, he had a yeah. red cards for crying out loud. Yeah. The man loved to tackle, but and and particularly <laughs> United fans, watch this United side who don't have a absolute crumb of balls yeah. about them. And we just need an, an a manager Vidic in that dressing room, let alone on the pitch. Yeah. yeah,
3: I do you know what I just timing. I think Spurs related has just joined us watching live on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he said John John Terry and FMFO live rent free in my head as soon as he comes John Terry, we were discussing the, the all time best Premier League centre backs. Uh, and what we we did caveat this right at the start. This is based purely on football ability because if it is based on personality, the man is a scumbag and should be nowhere near <laughs> any list of anything positive unless you're things like people that I would most like to see get their comeuppance. Then then he would be number one. Ledley King, Ledley King was in there in, in the chat against his Ledley King was actually six out of eight. So our, our ranking so far, I'm just tweeting it out, but I'll read through it now is uh tony adams we had at eight um steve bruce was seven and ledley king was actually six and vincent company fifth van dyke four uh van dyke third uh, uh, a fourth and we, we did say i mean we looked at the the stats for ledley king and actually his no red cards his um tackle success was the best of all the defenders and despite playing more games than Middich, more games than Bruce more games than Adam he created less fouls than all of them yeah. uh, and he actually used the created the least fouls of all the defenders we've looked at in the list so it's <laughs> unbelievable unbelievable and the guy never trained it's just <laughs> it's,
5: it's just just That's unbelievable but,
3: that uh, takes so so Adams Bruce King Company Ferdinand Virgil van Dyke it brings us down to the bottom two uh, We've been asked, did Vertonghen and Alderweireld come in? No, because they no, weren't good No, no, <laughs> votes for <them> <laughs> no, no nobody. We, we went off a list that people on Twitter put forward. Nobody suggested those two um, for us to debate, unfortunately. Uh, make sure you're following us, the RTL Football Podcast, on Twitter to take part in our next one. So we're down to the last two. Between uh, The last two, obviously, uh, is going to be Riddich and Terry in our best yeah. ever 11. But yeah. who is number one? I mean, we'll, we'll. Who do you think, O, is number one between Vidic and John Terry?
0: I am going for the manager Vidic. Just what he meant for our club. I'm, I've, I've got him. and he was just the leader. He just didn't care, basically. Okay.
3: So and... you can't separate your team bias. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's your reason. Vidic is the best because he did really well for my team. <laughs>
0: no. No, but no, what he meant for the team and what he just couldn't, what he just put, he'll put his, he'd just put a leg in. If he, if he wanted to break some, if it broke someone's leg, he didn't care. That's why he's got.
3: <laughs> Are you
2: encouraging
1: <laughs>
3: violence? He's,
4: in,
3: he's instigating violence. Here on, aggression is Your
4: the... pure, pure, pure aggression. What have you been putting on those pizzas, Johnny? <laughs>
3: Exactly. I, I, I think uh, Spurs related agrees with you in the chat by the way he thinks it's Vidic uh, but Terry is a teammate wife stealer. Terry is more than that. Terry is a, a teammate wife stealer allegedly cheated on his fiancée with a 17-year-old when he was in his mid-twenties factually urinated in a cup in the middle of a nightclub um, swore and abused a traffic warden because he gave him a ticket for parking <laughs> in a disabled spot. Um, the, the man is just Scum, he's scum. What do you think, Sam? Who, who is it for you? Perhaps you could have a more sort of balance.
4: Um, balance. <laughs> I, I, I said I will come into this without my my Man United. I uh, I have to, despite the scumbaggery. It has to be John Terry. I think. Reasoning for that was the leadership that he gave that Chelsea side, and in my opinion, that Chelsea side is the best defensive team we've seen in the Premier League. I think the yeah. season they won it under Mourinho, thirteen goals in that season, and we have mentioned Carvalho earlier. The partnership that those two had, Chelsea had a reputation at that time. If you went behind one 0 that was it. We were chasing, you know, chasing Chelsea those years as, as Manchester United, and if Chelsea got ahead in a game, it was done. It was over. Not in the way that City Liverpool do it now. It goes, you know, they go and blitz teams. Chelsea would just get the one and then be like, "You ain't getting through, so it doesn't <laughs> matter." And Terry was such a large part of that but he was just such an ass that was the, that was the problem and there was there was no greater moment than when he slipped up in moscow absolutely yeah, brilliant. brilliant couldn't have been anybody else but then the the fact i think of why he was so good was was that mentality and that 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 arrogance about it the the running on the pitch with the chelsea shirt underneath that, that was that was that was oh. jt he felt yeah. mr chelsea and and that to an extent that's probably one area in football you have to credit him. He was Mr. Chelsea. Yeah. Um, and he kept that dressing room. And at that time, I remember Chelsea were doing the let's buy bloody everybody. He had so many players to deal with, to bed in, in that squad, so many nationalities, so many personalities and egos. And, and he just, I got the sense that he had control of it. He had control mm-hmm. of it. He was Mourinho's general in that, bo- in that in that yeah. dressing room for it. And for that and how Chelsea became a force. Yeah. I, I so yeah. I love I love Vidic, brilliant, but I think I have to go to
3: But do you know what? That that means that my my vote will be the one that decides it, incidentally. <laughs> now, I'll be honest with you. I'm really, really torn because at first, when we first decided we were going to do this and I started seeing all the love for Vidic, I was like, you guys are mental. <laughs> I thought, because in my head, as a Liverpool fan, all I can see is Vidic. He was quality. I mean, Martin Skirtle was a poor man's Vidic. <laughs> and, um, and 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 but, but all all i can think of him is that he was the sort of he was the 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 the, the, the workhorse uh to rio's finesse you know and mm-hmm. I, he just he couldn't have that the embarrassment that Fernando Torres gave him not once but twice and somebody mm-hmm. said about um, I think I saw on Twitter somebody said something along the lines of a heated rivalry he didn't get sent off because a heated rivalry he got sent <laughs> off because he couldn't play against him he, he was did.
1: just <laughs> he was
4: just
3: being done
1: and that happened in, in, and
4: that. In Vidic's defence, because I read that and I thought I want to I want to investigate it because I, I always remember those games and so I yeah. remember that game in particular where we were, we were playing such a high line which was getting Vidic killed because the pace was <laughs> it was a killer and I think you had cal playing that day he was occupying third and really well, it was a disaster yeah. but I had a look and in fifteen of the matches those two games that one in particular the four one yeah. we and we were in fifteen games Torres only scored three goals against Vidic. Marcus Rashford, who we discussed earlier, in comparison, has scored three goals against Virgil van Dijk in six appearances, including the two goals, I think, in the early season van Dijk was there where he tore van Dijk one. But it doesn't sit as much in the memory. And I think that that nightmare that he had does sit all in our memories as the one moment, the one game. But he said in interviews he hated playing against Luis Suarez. He said Suarez yeah. was the one that he hated playing against. It's just the one we all remember was that. Um, yeah, and I think was it was because
3: right. it was a big, it was a big win yeah. for Liverpool because if you remember, mm. we it was a Benitez Ferguson thing going on, and yeah. we yeah. weren't as good as Manchester United. We weren't, we weren't as good, but getting one over, and I think that's why it stands out quite so much. But I, I, I just thought people were mental to think Bidic was better than Rio, but when when I broke it down, his stats, I mean, benefits from having a, another window. Yeah, like you said, as soon as his his knees started to go, and so he just left and went to Inter Milan and what what a way to uh, retire. But I think he actually played better than I thought. I mean, I've been looking at, I've ratioed out all of the stats. So the goals per game is less goals per game than John Terry, which over over a much more than double. He's got more than double the games. And uh, so he played until much longer. So he scored more goals per game. His win ratio... Riddich's win ratio is 70% of his games that they won. Terry's is 63. Mm-hmm. His losses, Riddich's loss is only 12% of his games. While Terry's is 15. Clean sheet. Riddich actually has a higher clean sheet percentage than John it's Terry. so
0: close, isn't it? By, by 2%. So
3: but Terry's got less goals conceded per game. Terry's got a better tackle success. Um... Uh, Vidic has got more last man tackles, which is very subjective. sort of use mm. the clearances per game. Vidic, right, check this: up. clearances per game. John Terry three point six seven. Uh Vidic ten point five seven. Now, does this mean? <laughs> does, does
4: this does Chelsea... this count his like booming headers, where he just staunch, <laughs> is that a clearance? Is that yeah? His... I th- I think so. Like, gosh, no what, a... defender.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think and and the duels won. John Terry, 2.7 duels one per game. Vidic, 6.
4: <laughs> I love the duels. Because I was looking at the same stats you were. And just on the stats in general. So yeah. I was looking at tackles, tackle success. And got the duels. And I'm thinking... What concept? I was thinking, gladiators, bugle sticks. Yeah. You know, what's it, if yeah. a tackle's a tackle when <laughs> an aerial clearance is a uh, where does the I mean, jewel uh, come but,
3: in? But but Vinnich also lost two point seven deals per game with his Terry's only point one point three three. Mm. I think and Terry um,
4: made better interceptions. I think when I saw Terry's interception yeah, I mean, rate was higher.
3: I think his his red cards. Terry had more red cards over a shorter period. That's not very good. Um, but fouls, I think Vidic... Did more than triple the number of fouls per game than what Terry does, and and their passes were Terry had extend uh, yeah, a, a lot more. So I I, I think uh, the the only thing the say, I mean and if you look at the act well they've actually won John Terry five Premier Leagues, Vidic five Premier Leagues. They both had one Player of the ma- uh, Month award. However, this Player of the Season.
4: Yeah,
3: is, is that a Premier League player? That's the, player bit, of I, season
4: just that's a the bit I missed, yeah. When I was talking, when I was thinking that because I wrote that it's down, Premier it's, League, it's player it's of the season. Yeah, he's one of only three players. Let me see. Yeah, I did write something down him, De Bruyne, and someone else has won it. I mean, twice. I think, uh,
3: yeah, because uh, Virgil van Dijk has won it, Vincent Company has won it, but Midditch twice,
4: twice player of the
3: season, and and I think. That might be the using, that might be the
4: turner
3: using yeah. my my own argument of the fact that you need to look at that player on what they did not base the fact you know not saying well john terry played longer so this and the other purely on what they was there i think i'm gonna have to as much as it well it pains me because i hate both chelsea and you <laughs> Yeah, i think i'm going to actually blow everyone's mind all the people that gave me loads of shit was between Virgil van Dyke and Brilliant. Riddich. I think Riddich is number one, you know. Yeah. I honestly do. I didn't think I would so close. Until I've actually researched it and just purely on the fact that, you know, he is his his wins percentage is higher, his losses is better, better clean sheets, just all of the stats that matter as a defender, that you want as your defender, I think Terry's number two and, and Riddich is number one.
4: Yeah, so that's, that's, that's horrible. The, I to think. Say. It's, it's, it's horrible to, yeah, but the alternative is you put John Terry over the measurement. It <laughs> also sounds horrible to say. Yeah. <laughs> so
3: John true. Terry, <laughs> I, I mean, the audio fans uh, aren't going to pick this up, but John Terry, that is what I think, mate. <laughs> that is what I think. I am so glad you were not number one. <laughs>
4: yeah. And the good news <laughs> is, is want- if you want some John Terry facts and you've enjoyed this, then you can watch our previous 30 Previous, Previous, there's a quiz. Yeah. about I all the thought, things he's done. Yeah.
0: I actually we... thought
3: going into this that Terry was going to be number one. I genuinely thought oh. Terry was going to be number one, Rio number two.
0: Just what because of the just because the occasion. I'm surprised you've not prepared a five-question quiz about John Terry. Uh, of you the know occasion.
3: What I, we've covered, if you think about it, we've done at least 20 to 25 John Terry <laughs> qu- and nine-question quizzes. Over that, if, if you extrapolate that, at the very least, that is... 25 separate instances of scumbaggery uh, <laughs> considering at least two we'd also did it do, do you know your enemy which was all john terry based if you extrapolate yes. that i would say over the course of 30 episodes we've covered at least 40 scumbaggery <laughs> things that john terry has done 40 separate instances that illustrate what a scumbag john terry is
0: and exclusive—that is—and that is, is why exclusive. That's why now we're Twitch affiliate. You will be getting a John Terry emote. It's coming, boys. Just because all of that shit he's it, done. he has done, he—we're getting a John Terry emote, guys.
3: It is so. so just what, running he down off our... with your wife. Look, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that he's visually abusing someone on the sideline. <laughs> But, but I mean, so running down our list And so, in, in true top of the pop cell, In number eight was
2: hard man, Arsenal hard man Tony Adams Number seven Brucey bonus, Steve I want a kebab, Bruce <laughs> In number six The king Ledley King That was right, wasn't it? Yeah. Number five If you're lonely, you can spend time With Rince and Company <laughs> Number four, (laughs) he's not an STD, it's VVD, (laughs) the Sexual, (laughs) Ferdinand, and (laughs) Dike. And at number three, his name is Vio, and he dances in the sand. (laughs) Vio Ferdinand was actually number four. I got it the wrong (laughs) way then. I'm so excited for your VVD joke. Yeah, I got too excited. Rio number four, VVD number three, and in second position, he wants to steal your wife and mine. He doesn't like your friend from another country. He's John Terry. And number one, the man with the best name in all of football history, Neomanda Vidic. (laughs) Quick, sing the Vidic song, Sam.
4: Sing the Vidic song, the man show. (laughs) Oh <laughs> the he comes from Serbia, <laughs> <Lf in Maria. laughs>
3: The oh, What? What an exciting! I I'm surprised. I genuinely that uh, that surprised. I enjoyed me. that.
4: That was a good debate. I enjoyed that. It was that, good. That, I think that. we did well. We were objective because I was thinking. So on Twitter the other day it was going off the Vidic Van Dyke. I'm thinking what It, was, quite, it was, I was. It was man. Which way is it going to go? But. I, all, the I'm interesting thing, as I said earlier, about centre backs, the way it's evolved, like they're Terry Vidic, they're the old school, the battling defenders, and now you've got kind of the, the 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 prettier style. You know, they can do other things as well. So yeah, it's such a subjective topic. What's interesting with this is, if the Premier League goes another twenty years, there's going to be so many players like this to choose from. So yeah. it's hard enough to do it now. Yeah,
0: Absolutely. wait, Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire.
4: <laughs> no, don't have you, Maguire, me. Harry, that Maguire, Harry, go me. That man is going on holiday. Go on holiday, Harry.
1: Wherever Estonia and Phil Jones. Phil
3: Jones. But that moves us on to our last <laughs> section, where we are. We we, we we feel we need to have the quiz. But what I did realize was we, we didn't have a guest, so I thought, are we going to do the quiz? But then when I want to look through it. Mister at the FM Ducks is in fact on uh on the leaderboard so he has done this quiz i yeah. felt a little bit nice right. so i did it so twice thought,
4: two weeks running
3: uh, there you go so <laughs> i thought i i i, I thought why, why not quiz me and, and have... just to show what are you going to say jono
0: we haven't got an up-to-date trailer yet because of the rebrand but we'll play the trailer to show you what we are on about <laughs> Do you know your enemy, guys?
3: And just because I am sitting in front of my computer, so I don't want people to think that I'm cheating. So what I thought I would do, I would share my desktop screen with you (laughs) so you can see that I haven't got any windows open. So here it is. (laughs) Here's my desktop screen. Uh... (laughs) (laughs)
2: I've not had anything like that that I shouldn't have.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> so, and I'll keep my hands here so you can see. I'm not opening anything, I've got like things uh. open here. You know, I've got like, you know, this this is all of this. That's us there. And uh, so but, but nothing, nothing. I am not going to be cheating. That is my background on my desktop that I have all year round.
4: So, <laughs> so give it to me.
3: Give it to That'd
4: me. I've only had that end. logo a week. So, <laughs> as we know, as we all know, FMFO is a Liverpool fan. So, therefore, his enemies are large and they come from all angles. However, this particular <laughs> one is a Mersey. So, he's the local enemy. The blue water across the team that almost got relegated but didn't in the end. It's Everton. So, what do we know, FMFO, about your enemy, Everton? So, question number one In the Premier League era, Five players have played for both Liverpool and Everton. Can you name at least three for a point?
3: Probably not. Um, um, I'm going to end up just naming players because I I, I can't think of one. Just give me a second. Who's played for both? I can't believe anyone played for both. Jamie Carragher. <clears throat>
4: Yeah, not didn't not it didn't play in the Premier League, but yeah, it was a youth. never did. It's correct. In he, instance, he,
3: yeah. did, he did. He did play for that. Other than that, I haven't got a clue? Not a
4: clue. Forgot <laughs> clue, right? So I read the map because two of them I would never have known. So we'll start with the most obscure and go to the the, the ones that were potential. So David Burrows, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Dave, oh Dave, oh, Dave. <laughs> Dave, Davey B, yeah, Davey, Davey B, Davey. the Burrows, yeah Dave Burrows. Don Hutchinson.
3: Big Donny. Yeah, big Donny. The
2: big Donny. big, big, Donny, big, big Donny
4: boy. Super, super goalkeeper, Sander Vesterveld. <laughs> Did he? Was it Everton? Was it Everton?
1: No.
4: Nick Barmby. Did That's he play four. for Liverpool? Good and He God. was at Liverpool, yeah. Nick Barmby right. And one of my favourite ever players, the man with the most insane and beautiful facial hair on a human being. Abel Xavier, big Abel.
3: I'd say I'm disappointed, but
4: it was a, it was it was a, it was a, it was a tough start. We, we run difficult quizzes here. Mm. Difficult quizzes. Question number two: How many matches did Everton win? Oh, Johnny, gone big.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We've been waiting
4: for it. We knew it was coming. Yeah. Another question: How many matches did Everton win in this season's Premier League? Is it A, 10, B, 11, or C, 12? I didn't think it was that many. I'm going to go for 11. Correct. A point for FFFO. We've well done 11 wins this season. Correct us. That's, oh, that
3: surprised me. I only went for 11 because it was in the middle.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I did just think, do I go either? I'm going to put it in the middle. You I, won't go in the middle. I, it's I, too
0: obvious. I, know, <laughs> well, I,
3: thought, I thought you're going to assume I'm going to go for 10 because <laughs> I think they're crap. And I'm not going to go for 12 because they're not going win 12 games.
4: <laughs> so we're one out of two. Question, question number three. Knowing how much you love Evertonians and your friendly Evertonians, <laughs> what nickname is given to Goodison Park by the Everton fans? By the Everton fans. Not by the Liverpool fans, because you know. The, the, the,
1: land, the land of the torture
2: chamber.
4: The, the torture
2: chamber. No. The place where football goes to die? <laughs> I have no, no. idea. I the keep giving is- you joke ones if you like. <laughs> Why not? We're afraid. Of- the cesspit. The
1: cesspit. <laughs>
4: The answer is the grand old lady. I don't oh, know why. Olden, I couldn't be olden asked olden to research warty. why, but that's what it came up with. The wow. grand old warty, lady.
3: Warty and disappointing. Yeah. not
4: <laughs> <laughs> Potential to give you a video <laughs> <laughs> uh, Right. So number four. Having, having found the man in answer number one, the beautiful man with the exquisite facial hair, Mr. Abel Xavier, is an already established play for Everton and for Liverpool. But which side of Merseyside did he score most goals for?
3: Everton.
4: Liverpool. Never scored uh, yeah. for Everton. Scored once uh, once in the Premier League or once in the Champions League, Abel Xavier. Yeah.
1: Huh.
4: Okay. The more you know. The more <laughs> you know. And this uh, this this is now looking at it, this one's is difficult, but Potential gettable, who has made the most appearances in all-time Merseyside derbies? Clue number one, it's of the modern era, and clue number two, it's from Everton.
3: Everton? God, who's played there for that long? I want to... Oh, I was going to say Leighton Baines, but I don't... I don't know if I think he came later on in his career when he just played on really old... <laughs> uh from it's gonna be between I think between Leighton Baines Seamus Coleman, Modern Era. Just big dunk does Modern Era. He's not really yeah, Modern
4: good. Era. I'm talking played in the Premier League,
3: yeah. Oh all oh, 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 right. I thought you meant this in like the last ten years or something uh, modern. Because uh, that's 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 a wide role. Uh Modern <laughs> Era, uh, Everton. Oh, it's,
4: it's, it's, oh. it's more back than it is close. Put it that way.
1: No, I don't.
3: Neville Southall.
4: Well done, a man!
1: <laughs> Ooh, out of the out of the sky,
4: he's pulled <laughs> up big Nev.
3: Big Nev, big and he's a that's what it is. I'm on my.
4: That's he see Merseyside derbies for Neville Southall, and I Correct. didn't cheat.
3: My background hasn't changed at all,
4: and <laughs> we all know that we
3: hate Jono. And perhaps next week I'll share what my uh, my, my my background is. Then you never know. I'll stop sharing this, though, John. I, I, you haven't burst into tears yet, so
1: I'm surprised. Two
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: so uh, like I...
0: out of five. You've joined. You've joined the leaderboard. Just
1: did did we want to?
0: Did we want to see where you are in that leaderboard? Let's have an update. got some uh,
3: prestigious names
0: in this leaderboard as well. Leader. We'll try
3: and we'll try and sex it up, I think, and do like a table into a sexy uh, table.
0: So uh, let's. We haven't had a look for a while before we end the pod. Uh, so, Mister Second Yellow Card still up top with four points. Then we have the Mad Scientist with four. Hood Gaming with three point five because. Dodgy questions by Straight Edge TV.
3: <laughs> no, he is dodgy, Straight Edge.
0: Mm. Uh, RDF Tactics with three. Dr. Benji with three. Braxton with two. Amy with two. Shawlessy with two. Straight Edge with two. Himself up the F and Ducks with two. Myself with one. Don with one. And Bolton Supporters Trust with one. Oh. Uh, so so, so me,
3: from, from the pod then, you, you are... Technically, either winning or losing out of the pod team because we we're all on two apart from you. It's one, yeah. so Johnny Johnal doesn't know Man City as well as uh, we we know our enemies. It, it's, a- it's
0: it's an odd quiz though because you probably don't want to know your enemies. So pro- technically, that means I'm winning.
3: Is yeah. <laughs> still in my page? But that, I think I mean, and for, for for people who have joined us lately, you have you have missed the, the, the heart of the debate. where we we managed to create so far in our best Premier League eleven. We have. Yeah, check in goals. If we had this year oh, we're oh, going to be oh, where's it gone? We're going to be <laughs> filling it as we go along. Peter check is our goalie, and the defender we ranked as number one, the best ever Premier League defender, Niamanda Vidic, will be uh, will be seated alongside the scumbag, the wife stealer, the uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, the more, you know, the the, the controversial NFT yeah. loving. <laughs> Penalty missing, always disappointing, John Terry. And I think uh and, and, and in uh incidentally, Rio was behind Virgil Van Dijk, but that'll end up a TikTok though. You know that, don't you? I <laughs> that. <laughs> I got that wrong But I think next week we're going to be looking at. Should we look at next week? Mid uh, fullbacks. It's fullbacks Full, next week. Fullbacks,
4: fullbacks
3: next week. Right, who is going to be the best? all-time right-back and left-back. We shall do the top four of each or five, but there'll be a poll for four of each because you can only do four in a Twitter poll (laughs) and it just gets too confusing otherwise. So we'll put that out on a tweet. Feel free to tweet us your suggestions for best ever Premier League right-back. If you just want to say Trent Alexander-Arnold again and again and again and again, that's fine. And then... uh, (laughs) Then Robertson again and again and again and again. That's fine. That'll make sense. Um, We're judging purely on player abilities, not taking somebody away if they're a scumbag. We've had John Terry today. We will accept Ashley Cole, uh, one of the other uh, Chelsea scumbags. We will accept him also (laughs) because as a player, he was better than he
0: was as a person. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So now we are going to go and raid over and end the podcast. We're going to go see a former guest and host can i just
4: before we go john just uh i want to make a little note today i have my aylesbury united shirt on it's the home of the ducks and it's just because this week it's their 125th birthday so happy birthday to aylesbury united and love for the ducks
3: Are, are you going to sing to them
4: not today not today uh, i will when i see them next george george has already sung for them and sue is ready to jump out of a birthday cake that's all i can say that is
3: super Thanks. sexy and remember to subscribe to us on youtube follow us on twitch give us five stars on spotify give us a yeah. high five in the street don't forget if you're near the pizza yeah. express in hastings no, go to the no, no, and say at the door no, they will give you 50 percent off yeah. not your entire bill not the pizza 50 percent off your entire bill courtesy of. No. Uh, O' TV. He's
0: lying again. Uh, you know, I went into someone's chat with the podcast account and got questioned on free pizza. <laughs> Batman, <laughs> uh, don't let the people
2: down. Don't let the people it's a thing, down. It's the
0: thing. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, we're going to go raid right over to Badgie now. Uh, make sure you check him out. Top legend uh, runs the Down the Local draft tournament, A Down the Local pod himself. Top lad. Uh, subscribe if you've not. We'll see you next week. You've all been legends. Catch you later. (sighs)
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.